Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Crossover Across Time podcast, the Thursday episode. Um, of course, I am your host, Karsten. Uh, today, I am not joined by a co-host. Unfortunately, we weren't able to figure out a co-host for uh, tonight's episode, so I will just be doing this solo style. Um, we will also have a shorter, more informal episode, um, simply because I unfortunately with uh, life obligations, was not able to plan a, a little more organized show for you. But we will focus mainly on doing some uh, some game summaries and then uh, previewing the upcoming week, uh, upcoming weekend of uh, basketball. So that's what we'll go ahead and do and get started with. Um, I'll just run through the uh, the scores of the games as well as some, some box score notes, uh, hopefully able to Hopefully, I'll be able to summarize these adequately. Uh, starting with uh, last night's slate of games, uh, starting with the Cavaliers winning at home against the Orlando Magic. Orlando, of course, 0-5 uh, at the moment, have not won a game. Uh, so that's going to be a storyline we'll probably uh, keep an eye out for with Orlando. Are they going to be able to right the ship with some early struggles? Uh, looking at the box score, looks like Bancaro still is playing at a, uh, a a tremendous level for Orlando. So that's the bright spot there. Uh, Franz Wagner still playing solid uh, as their you know small forward. Otherwise, the team struggled to find offense. Whereas the Cavaliers had a nice balanced attack. Uh, Evan Mobley leading the way with 20 points. Allen with 16 boards. Uh, great to see there. Looks like their team uh, as a collective unit is working together well. So good things for Cavaliers fans to see there. Next, uh, the Atlanta Hawks able to beat the Detroit Pistons in Detroit. Uh, 118 to 113. Uh, looking at the box score for that, Trey Young leading the charge for Atlanta, uh, making 16 of his 17 free throws, uh, scoring 35 total points. Looking at John Collins and Clint Cabello, they combined for 21 boards, leading the charge on the glass. Um, looking at Detroit's output, Cade Cunningham had a uh, a strong game with 26 points. Uh his percentages were, were not as strong as maybe you'd like. Bojan Bogdanovic, 33 points. Um, but otherwise, Atlanta just able to come out on top with a little more veteran presence, a little more experienced team. So Atlanta wins in Detroit. Then uh, an overtime game as New York outlasts, uh, New York Knicks outlasts the Charlotte Hornets at home in Madison Square Garden, 134 to 131. Um, box score for that. Charlotte had a pretty balanced attack. Uh, seven guys in double figure scoring. Dennis Smith Jr. getting a start for Charlotte, and he came up with 11 assists. Great to see him. Uh, you know, a guard that started with so much potential and has now bounced around the league. Uh, him getting a chance to at least fill in some some minutes and and play strongly there. New York, uh, similar balanced attack. Uh, six guys in double figures. Leading the way for scoring, 22 points from R.J. Barrett, 17 from Randall. Uh, actually, the lead scorer, 27 from Jalen Brunson, along with 13 assists. Looks like he's doing some of the things they hoped he'd be able to do based off of a strong playoff run with Dallas last year. So again, New York able to win at home in that one. Next, 
the Toronto Raptors win at home against the struggling Philadelphia 76ers early in the season. Uh, the scoring for Philadelphia, Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey combined for 62 points, 31 each between them. Harden adds 18 of his own. Otherwise, they struggled to find some scoring from the supporting cast. Meanwhile, Toronto, again, same story, balanced attack. Hopefully I'm not uh, using that phrase too much, but you know, it seems like if you can get that uh, scoring from multiple guys, you know, five or six guys in double figures, you're going to have a great chance to win the game. And that was certainly the case here. Toronto led by Gary Trent Jr. in the starting lineup, 27 points for him. Siakam, 20 points, 13 assists for the big man there. The, the guy they start as center. Uh, Van Vliet filling up the stat sheet, 15 points, six rebounds, eight assists, two steals and three blocks, three blocks for the uh, diminutive uh, point guard showing why he was an all-star last year. So Toronto able to come out on top at home against Philadelphia. Next, one of our marquee games we talked about uh, Monday on Monday's show, we have the Brooklyn Nets uh, on the road in Milwaukee and Milwaukee able to win at home 110 to 99 uh, Brooklyn, again, led by Kyrie and Kevin Durant in the scoring front. 27 from Kyrie, 33 from Kevin Durant. Uh, percentages, not ultra-efficient, but they did get to the free-throw line to, to aid their scoring efforts. Uh, ben Simmons doing some Ben Simmons things, you know, only four points, but five rebounds, nine assists, two steals and a block, showing the defense along with the playmaking. Uh, but ultimately, too much Giannis in this game. 43 points, 14 boards, 5 assists, a steal, and 3 blocks. Doing it on both ends of the floor, doing it very efficiently, and showing why he was a back-to-back MVP, a Defensive Player of the Year, and a Finals MVP. Uh, Portis coming off the bench with 20 points and 11 rebounds to solidify that attack and ensure the Milwaukee victory at home. Next, Chicago won against the Indiana Pacers. Uh, that game, of course, in Chicago, 124 to 109. The Bulls win. Um, okay, the stats for Indiana. Buddy Heald leading the charge there, 25 points. Uh, the rookie guard, Matt Heron, or Matherin, uh, 15 points, still keeping up a solid stretch. He's he's maybe the new storyline for Indiana. Halliburton, 17 points and 11 assists, uh, showing some potential there. But, of course, Chicago won this one. Zach Levine uh, doing some, some Zach Levine things, you know, a solid player. 28 points. Not the most efficient scoring, but still uh, a strong performance from him. Uh, the rest of the starters all scored in double figures, and overall – Chicago, of course, just the better team in this current moment than Indiana is. Next, Minnesota beats the uh, San Antonio Spurs. Minnesota Timberwolves win at home. Excuse me, a little bit of a uh, runny nose there. Anthony Edwards leads the charge with 34 to ensure the Minnesota victory in Minneapolis. Um, For San Antonio, they've had... They had seven guys in double figures uh, and remarkably remarkably, were not able to win this game. Keldon Johnson, 27 points for them, leading the way with score, for the scoring end. 
the, of course, Team USA role player for the last Olympics. Uh, Jakob Hurdle, 10 boards. Josh Richardson, 10 assists. Uh, interesting to see for them. But again, Minnesota got 34 from Anthony Edwards. Jalen Noel, 23 points off the bench. Uh, the point guard coming off the bench, strong for them to see that. Jaden McDaniels and Carl Anthony Towns combined for 41 in support of Anthony Edwards. 20 for McDaniels, 21 for Towns. Uh, Gobert, nine rebounds, a block. Uh, maybe not as strong a performance as you'd expect from Gobert, but still providing his presence for the Minnesota Timberwolves, and it leads to a winning performance. Next, the Utah Jazz at home. Uh, my team, of course, as as it is for my friends, you know, we're all sort of jazz fans, me especially, and the jazz able to rebound from their loss against the Rockets in Houston, now playing in Salt Lake in this last game, they win uh, this one to go to four and one, they are, they win the game 109 to 101, Houston led by 20, 24 points from Kevin Porter Jr., uh, along with 17 from Jalen Green, 16 from Eric Gordon. But Utah just played a stronger game, had some higher scoring performances. Um, Larry Markin, 24 with nine boards, uh, aided by Clarkson with 20 points. Um, Conley, Malik Beasley, and Talon Horton Tucker all also scored in double figures to aid the effort there. All but one player who played scored points, and the Jazz win against the Houston Rockets. Two more games from Wednesday night's slate. Firstly, the Denver Nuggets win at home against the Los Angeles Lakers. This was an ESPN broadcast, nationally broadcast game. Um, the Nuggets win at home 110-99. to Looking at the Lakers' Uh, efforts. Anthony Davis led the way for them, 22 points, 14 boards, 5 assists, 3 steals, 2 blocks, keeping up that defensive effort we've seen early from him in this season. LeBron only 19, Lonnie Walker with 15, excuse me. Um, Austin Reeves and Patrick Beverly getting the start there, um, struggling to find offense to support Davis and James. Uh, looks like Russell Westbrook did not play in this game. Meanwhile, Denver, as uh, they are led by Nikola Jokic, of course, a two-time defending MVP, 31 points, 13 boards, nine assists, and four steals from the uh, clever big man. Aided by Bruce Brown, 18 points, uh, 13 from both Contavious Caldwell-Pope and Jamal Murray. Murray still finding his way back into this offense, uh, but Denver simply the more productive team on that night. And finally, the Heat beat the Portland Trailblazers in Portland 119 to 98 in a game that Damian Lillard left early with a calf strain. For Portland, Lillard was still leading the charge and was off to a strong start there, 22 points before he left in the third quarter. Um, Shaden Sharp, 15 off the bench, looking like a bright spot for them as a, uh, a rookie there. Anthony Simons, 14, cooling off a bit from the game previous to this. Uh, Miami, all five starters score in double figures. Struess adds 16 off the bench, and they simply play a little more cohesive team game. Uh as they're able to win this one. 
So that is a summary for Wednesday's games. Let's jump to tonight's slate, the Thursday night games. Not as many to run through. Uh, some of these still in progress, but we can summarize the two that have finished. Firstly, a overtime matchup between the Dallas Mavericks and the Brooklyn Nets. Dallas comes out on top, 129 to 125. Um, let me double check. Yes, that was overtime. Uh, so Brooklyn falls to one and four. Dallas uh, record stays at two and two. Um, that might not be updated from this final score as far as their their overall records, but um, it might be. We'll see. For the Brooklyn Nets, see what the storyline is there. Kyrie and Durant again leading the charge with the scoring 39 for Kyrie 37 for Durant. Those two, as we know, are electric offensively um, 10 points from both Royce O'Neal and David Duke jr. In support of that. Otherwise uh, only single digit scores uh, at the risk of talking about Ben Simmons too much. I'll gloss over his stat line for the Mavericks. Uh, 41 from Luka Doncic, 11 rebounds, 14 assists for the triple-double. Tim Hardaway Jr. with 18 off the bench, uh, joining three other scorers off the bench in giving double figures. And Dinwiddie in the lineup, starting lineup, also gave double figures scoring. So a little bit more balanced team attack. They're able to come out on top uh, game in Brooklyn. So Dallas winning on the road. And then the... Oklahoma City Thunder beat the Clippers again, another game in Oklahoma City, 118 to 110. This is the second time Oklahoma City has won against the Clippers at home uh, in the past week. So exciting stuff for the Thunder to see there. Um, That drops the Clippers record to two and three, uh, tying them with the Thunder Uh, for the Clippers. 21 from Norman Powell. He led the way uh, on their scoring front. They were joined by Paul George this game, uh, but still no Kawhi Leonard. Uh, not sure if it's minutes restrictions, game restrictions, uh, or if he's had some sort of an injury flare-up. Uh, I have not heard any news on that. I might have missed something. John Wall was 17 off the bench, strong uh, for them. But for the Thunder, uh, led again by Shea Gilgis-Alexander, uh, 24 points, six assists, and three steals, doing some uh, defensive work at the point guard there. Uh, Lou Dort, 21 points, four assists, two steals, uh, strong performance alongside SGA. Uh, Pokashevsky off the bench, 15 points. Uh, and those three are joined by three other scorers in double figures as Oklahoma City has the home court advantage and uses that to find a win against the Clippers. So that brings us up to date on our uh, slate of games. Looking at tonight's games uh, on League Pass right now, the Grizzlies are in Sacramento playing against the the Kings, of course. Uh, Still early in the second quarter on that one. And also early in the second quarter, the Heat on NBA TV are in Golden State playing against the Warriors. Uh, I believe that was one of our marquee games to look out for. Um, So those two games are going on at the moment. Let's look ahead to Friday. Um, We'll do this right now simply because uh, we unfortunately won't be able to do a Friday show for you. Uh, I'll be traveling out of town uh, on a uh, personal family uh, events, so I won't be able to do a Friday show. Uh, but we should be back uh, Monday night uh, with kind of more of a 
you know, scheduled planned show. So look forward to that. But in the meantime, we'll first uh, look ahead to Friday's slate of games. Firstly, we have on league pass, the Atlanta Hawks visiting the Detroit Pistons Hawks off to a pretty strong start. Pistons still finding themselves a rematch of the game from Wednesday night. Can the Pistons avenge the prior loss and win at home? That will be the storyline there next again on league pass. Charlotte Hornets visiting the Orlando Magic. Uh, Two teams in that Southwest division who are both young, led by young stars, seeing if they can figure out the rhythm there. Uh, Next, also League Pass game. Cavaliers visit the Celtics, both three and one teams. Uh, Teams with playoff aspirations in that Eastern Conference and are expected to be at that top Top five or six, uh, certainly with the Cavaliers. Celtics expected to be in the top two or three teams in the East. So a marquee matchup on League Pass there. And next, the 76ers, struggling 76ers, playing in Toronto again against the Raptors. Um, Can the Sixers find some rhythm and avenge the previous loss? That'll be the storyline there. Next, on ESPN, the uh, struggling young Pacers against the Washington Wizards in Washington. Uh, can the young core of Indiana start to gel a little bit more when it comes to winning games? Uh, can we see some strong scoring performances at least? Uh, will Washington be able to make this early strong start last? Those will be the storylines there. Um, on League Pass, the New York Knicks visiting the Milwaukee Bucks. Knicks off to a solid start. Bucks undefeated up to this point. Jalen Brunson doing all the things they expected him to coming from Dallas. Can he keep that going? Can Giannis continue a very torrid early stretch? Next, also on League Pass, the currently winless Los Angeles Lakers. For the first time, LeBron James uh, starting a season 0-4 since his rookie year back into the 2003-2004 season, uh, just about 20 years ago at this point. The winless Lakers on the road in Minnesota against the 3-2 Timberwolves team. Can LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook find some rhythm start putting some wins together or will Minnesota continue their early struggles? The Chicago Bulls on the road in San Antonio, both of those teams, uh, the Bulls and Spurs with a three and two record. DeMar DeRozan, as it was last year, leading the charge for Chicago with Zach Levine being the Robin to his Batman. Can they keep an early uh, good start going and build it into a great start can san antonio hold up the uh the home court there next uh i believe this was one of our marquee games we talked about the four and one jazz the surprise jazz on the road in denver against the denver nuggets the three and two nuggets uh of course that was the opening night win the jazz had at home against the nuggets surprising everyone including myself can they continue that surprising momentum or will Denver kind of give them a reality check and will Denver continue what people expect to be a strong uh, season for them and certainly a top four type team in the West when they're able to put it all together. Two more games on Friday night. First, the Pelicans, three and one Pelicans on the road against the also three and one Phoenix Suns, a rematch of uh, the previous season's playoff series in which the Suns came out on top. 
can New Orleans keep some uh, strong momentum going forward? Will they be seeing the return of the services of Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson? Uh, that remains to be seen. Will Phoenix be able to keep Devin Booker hot on his scoring run, of course, averaging more than 30 points a game so far this season. And finally, the Houston Rockets on the road against the Portland Trailblazers. The Rockets 1-4, and four, Trailblazers 4-1. and one. Uh, Will Lillard play this game? Will the Houston's young core be able to pull an upset of sorts against Portland? Will Portland be able to keep strong momentum that they've had going early? Um, running back through that slate, uh, again, Indiana and Washington, that is your ESPN game, as well as Pelicans Suns, uh, New Orleans at Phoenix. That is also an ESPN game, your doubleheader there. <clears throat> Otherwise, all of those games will be available on league pass so that is your friday night slate of games now we'll also quickly run through saturdays and sundays games simply because again we will not have a show friday to preview these games so for saturday's games uh on league pass miami visiting sacramento uh miami of course the expected team to win there but hopefully the kings can at least find some momentum Warriors visit the Hornets. Steph Curry returns to Charlotte, uh, where he grew up, of course. His father played so many years for the Hornets. Uh, Indiana Pacers at the Brooklyn Nets. The 76ers uh, on the road in Chicago. The Atlanta Hawks visit the Milwaukee Bucks. The Oklahoma City Thunder visit the Dallas Mavericks. And the Memphis Grizzlies visit the Utah Jazz. That is Saturday's games. And then Sunday, uh, a little bit bigger slate. New Orleans Pelicans in L.A. against the Clippers. Washington Wizards visit the Boston Celtics. New York Knicks visit the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Golden State Warriors play a back-to-back, and they will be on the road in Detroit against the Pistons. Minnesota on the road against the San Antonio Spurs. The Orlando Magic on the road against the Dallas Mavericks, uh, a back-to-back for the Mavericks there. Um Rockets on the road in Phoenix playing the Suns. And then the Nuggets Lakers have a rematch of last night's game. Uh, They will play Sunday night Nuggets on the road in Los Angeles this time. So that takes us through Sunday night uh, as far as both game recaps, game summaries, as well as game previews. Uh, We've mainly talked about what games will happen. Not much about, uh, what to expect from these games. Looking at tonight's games, we can chat real quick. Heat Warriors. Again, as I mentioned on, I believe, Monday's show, the Heat were one Jimmy Butler game shot uh, or a jump shot away from potentially making the finals last year. So this is an interesting matchup to see, you know, what could have been and potentially what could be this year if both teams also have uh, strong playoff runs and maybe they have a finals matchup. Uh, who knows? Looking at the Friday games, uh, as far as games to preview, of course, Cleveland and and Boston is one to look out for as far as uh, two top teams in the Eastern Conference. Um, again, the Lakers, seeing if they can uh, kind of rectify their early struggles. Uh, with Saturday's games, games a little bit more lopsided in terms of a strong uh 
team playing a, a, a less strong team. Interesting to see Memphis, Utah uh, later that night to see how that matchup plays out. If Utah will keep kind of overachieving from what people have expected, if uh, Memphis will be able to utilize John Morant and that strong attack to simply overpower the jazz uh, that remains to be seen. Also Atlanta and Milwaukee, uh, the rematch of uh, a couple of years ago, the Eastern conference finals, one of the more memorable starts to a series, Trey Young with the the shimmy three, and you know the ad, the confident attitude the Atlanta Hawks had in that series, despite their loss to Milwaukee, it was still a fun series to watch. And uh, of course, going to Sunday again, um, it'll be interesting to see the Warriors on a back to back if they can string together two wins and maybe regain some momentum that they've lost early as. Uh, as they sit right now on Thursday, they're at a two and two record. Uh, Washington and Boston, they are about five or six years removed from one of the more exciting kind of rivalries that had brewed in the Eastern Conference and in the playoff series uh, during the John Wall era, the Isaiah Thomas years with Boston. There was a, a good rivalry with the Wizards and the Celtics. Um, some of that's gone, but some of those players are still there. Of course, Bradley Beal with the Wizards and Horford with the Celtics. You know, maybe we can see some shades of that. Most likely not. But um, Pelicans and Clippers, of course, a rematch of the play-in game from last year's play-in tournament. Uh, an interesting storyline to sort of loosely follow there. And then, of course, as mentioned previously, the Nuggets and the Lakers. Um, Nuggets, you have to say, are the better team at this point at this moment, but the Lakers having on paper, the stronger collection of talent, that'll be one to watch out for as a jazz fan. I'm trying not to take too much uh, pleasure in the Lakers early struggles. Um, But that's besides the point. We'll go ahead and move on from that. So, that takes us through our game summaries, game preview segment, and that's the majority of what we, uh, or what I had kind of planned for this show. It'll be a lot shorter of a show than we've had in the past, uh, especially since I'm solo hosting it and don't have uh, a huge plan for you. And also since I will not be able to do a show tomorrow, again, I apologize for that. But we will come back strong on Monday. Wyatt, again, will be guest hosting for us. We'll have our week two MVP pick uh, and and keep going strong from there. Uh, previewing the what the shows will normally look like, we have kind of a loose schedule. Um, the plan is on Mondays, coming back from the weekend, we will summarize the games from the weekend and what happened. We'll talk any key news. We'll do key news every day. Um, We'll preview the games for the week every Monday and every Friday, we'll preview the games for the weekend. So you can always kind of be aware of what games to look out for in the, uh, the next few days. Um, We'll do power rankings on Monday. I think that's the, the right time to do that at the end of a, an NBA week, you know, as a, and also an NFL fan, it helps me to think of it in terms of weeks and what happened in the previous week. Uh, so we're currently in week two of the NBA season. Uh, as I mentioned, of course, we'll do a weekly MVP on Monday as well. Uh, Tuesday's show will be focused mainly on award chases, where that sits. Uh, now that we've had a couple weeks, or by the time we do Tuesday's show, we'll have had a couple weeks under our belt. We can have a little bit clearer picture of what that award chase will look like for MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year, and things like that. 
um, Wednesday with Justin, we'll shift the focus a bit and start focusing more on kind of league-wide storylines, where different teams are sitting, trends, where they might go going forward. Playoff previews, uh, since we'll have a little bit clearer picture of that, especially once we get about to the halfway point and start looking more to playoffs, what that could look like, as well as our little bold predictions segment. Again, we'll find a, a stronger name for that. Thursday, uh, tonight's slate, going forward, Thursdays will focus a little bit more on some kind of history elements. Of course, we'll summarize games uh, from the previous night, but then get more into um, how franchise directions are looking as far as a few year span. Um, talk about a random historic team that I think you know is worthy of highlighting and, and chatting about, if for nothing else, just appreciating the history of the game uh and then also profiling a legend uh from that franchise history with each thursday's show we'll focus on a different franchise um i'm still figuring out the order in which we will focus on franchises whether that be alphabetical uh win percentage something like that you know but we will focus on the same franchise for that whole show as far as that segment of franchise direction a historic team and a legend profile that will be all from the same franchise history uh, for Friday's show. Again, we will focus on game previews for the weekend, but we will also have some, some more fun segments. Uh, one of them, an early idea being that we can have some overreactions and you have to either be calmed down and reassured that that's an over, you know, an overreaction that's not going to happen or uh you know, hard truth. I think that's a fair point, and that's something to, to worry about going forward. With each show, we will close with this day in history. I think that's a fun uh, way to end each show. But overall, that is the structure going forward as far as what we're thinking for each daily show. Again, Wyatt will be the co-host on Mondays. Uh, my good friend John is hopefully planning to help on Tuesday's shows. Wednesday, of course, We'll have Justin and Thursday and Friday. We are finalizing uh, schedules as far as who can be a co-host for both of those days. With that, we will go ahead and close today's show again, a lot shorter than what we've had uh, in previous shows. I will close with this day in history uh, for Thursday, uh, but more specifically, October 27th, this day in history, the Houston Rockets defeated the Dallas Mavericks. 104 to 102 in a preseason game held in Mexico City for a crowd of 19,527 at the Mexico City Sports Palace. Uh, this was the first NBA game ever played in Latin America, and that was in the year 1992. With that, we'll go ahead and uh, end the show here. Thank you again for tuning in. Uh, again, we will not be doing a show tomorrow because of uh, uh, personal plans, but we'll be back on Monday strong with Wyatt getting into uh, weekend summaries, our MVPs, and getting strong uh, a strong start to week three's NBA slate. So thank you again for listening, and we will catch you later.